Hello, Badass Nation, and welcome to the Badass in Business show, the show where we help you with your inner game and your outer game, teaching you how to own your inner badass and sharing strategies with you to badass your business, or in other words, get what I call badassified. This is Annette Piper, the Badass Business Chick, and I'm your host for the show, and today is really going to rock. We have Jason Swank on the show today, and I'm so excited to have him here today. Jason has literally written the book on for growing an agency from nothing to an eight-figure agency. He is one of the most sought-out advisors to agencies in the world by showing them an eight-system framework that worked for growing his agency and working with brands like AT&T, Hitachi, Lotus Cards, and eventually that led to him selling his agency. And Jason currently hosts two shows. He has a Smart Agency Masterclass podcast, which is the number one digital marketing agency owner podcast for sharing strategies and stories from real agency owners. And then he also has Swank Today. This is a Tuesday and Thursday show that documents how you can grow your digital agency and business where Jason shares the latest growth strategies, mindset strategies, and answers to the most burning questions that entrepreneurs have. So welcome to the show, Jason. Well, thanks for having me. Well, we're so excited to have you here today. So tell us a little bit more about you, your life, your business, what you're passionate about. Sure. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a husband and a father of two uh, wonderful boys, 8 and 12, that just drive me absolutely bonkers. Um, and then on my my hobby, I guess, is uh, helping agency owners grow faster. And, uh, you know, but I didn't start there. I, you know, I started coming out of school in 99 when the dot-com era was just booming, right, if you can remember back then. And everybody was just getting paid lots of money to do computer programs and create apps and all that kind of stuff. And so I went to work for a company called Arthur Anderson back in the day as a computer programmer, and I hated it. Like, I worked there for about six months until I was like, there's no way. I, I just can't do it anymore. And I was just lucky at the time that my friend looked like Justin Timberlake. And... uh so I created a fake band, fake website, did a, you know fake music, everything. If anybody can find that music, I'll deny it. It was horrible. And it got popular. And the website was called In Shit, <laughs> or the band was called In Shit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then people started asking me to design websites. And so that's how I got into, you know, the agency game, you know, kind of by accident. I think, you know, and just started doing that for a number of different years, you know, 12 years to be exact. And working with you know some of the big the biggest companies in the world, designing their websites and allowing uh, you know coming up with some marketing strategies to grow their businesses and organizations. And I was just lucky enough um, we sold it, and then didn't know what I was going to do <laughs> after that. I was just completely bored, depressed. We can get into that after. And then I was just lucky enough that I kind of found this business where you know I can help uh, people like me in the past. Well, and I, I really like that, uh, to be able to go back and help other people that, you know, maybe you didn't quite have the the systems and tools that you have developed 
And so to be able to go back and help other people that are starting their digital marketing agencies to uh, maybe progress faster, scale faster, get through the challenges of entrepreneurship faster by sharing your experience. And I think that's, uh, you know, something that many of us that are in the coaching training business love to do is help people come up through uh, the challenges that we had faster and really uh, help them kind of bypass the huge learning curve that we had so that they can get to where they want to go. That's right. So I really like that. And I like that you have two boys that drive you bonkers. I have two boys as well. Mine are now <laughs> 25 and 28, and they still drive me bonkers. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. It never, it never ends, but uh, boys are a lot of fun. So you talk a lot about systems. What are some systems that are important for growing your business? Yeah, you know, I mean, think back about the story I just told you about how I got started. It was all by accident, right? And so a lot of us are that way where we start our business it's by accident, and so we're just reactive for years and years or maybe even longer, decades sometimes. And it's because we don't have that clarity. We don't have that, that, that first system that I always tell every business needs is they have to have clarity to know what are they wanting to create? Who is that audience? What do they want to transform into? What do they want to become? So they have that North Star. And what is their why, right? So like I always tell everybody, you know, the reason why I do what we do is because I wanted to create a resource I wish we had. And it gives my team the ability to make decisions without always coming to me. So like, for example, I, um, we were uh, I had my team create a, a blog post about the top marketing conferences that every agency owner needs to go to. And they listed about three of them, and I was like, no way. Don't put those guys in there. I hate them. And they quickly were able to go, Jason, it's not the Jason show. It's, you know, this is will actually help out, you know, the market. And I was like, yep, you're right. Put it in there. So you have to have this North Star so your team can say yes and no to, as well as so you can say yes or no to different things, as well as to know who your audience is. You know, think about – Everybody, a lot of times people come to me and they say, you know, Jason, I'm struggling out with lead generation. I can't seem to, you know, have my blog posts or my podcast take off. And we start really looking at, you know, they don't have a really a good specialization or a niche. I'm like, well, that's why you're talking to everybody, which is scaring out, you know, everyone <laughs> versus like talking to a very select drilled down niche that's going to attract raving fans. I really like that, too. And, you know, you talk about businesses that start by accident, and they need that North Star, they need that big why. But, you know, uh, I started out my business on purpose, and there's a lot of my clients I work with, they start out their business on purpose, but they still don't have that clarity. They still don't have that North Star. I know I didn't. It was like, ooh, I want to start um, – a lifestyle and fitness coaching business, and so I just started a business. I had no idea what systems I needed, uh, that I needed to have that big why, that I needed to know who my ideal customers were. I thought everybody would want what I had to offer. So I think what <laughs> uh, you are doing is perfect 
for people, whether they started their business on accident or they intentionally went into business for themselves because you don't know business until you have a business and you do business. There's really no training that can prepare you for that. However, there's training that you can get once you start your business so that you don't have the the huge roller coaster ride that uh you would have otherwise. Right. Absolutely. And then the so, then you know the another the, the other system that I always tell people that they need after they have clarity, right? And you'll see why this is very important. And and clarity is always kind of the most boring one, right? I mean, you, you think about it, it's like, all right, I need to think about my why and all that kind of stuff. But And you have to know who your audience is because then you have to position yourself as the trusted advisor, right? So, like, when I go to people's websites or, like, even if you go to the jasonswank.com slash about, when you go to that page, you're not going to see anything about me until the very bottom because I'm not focused on myself. And I don't – like, it's kind of like – think about you go to a marketing conference or you go to a conference. And you have this dude come up to you, and all he can talk about is his awards and how cool he is and his, his neck chain and his hair coming out of his chest, all that kind of awful stuff, right? It's like that person you want to be like, get, like, all he's talking about is himself. You're trying to get the heck out of there versus the person that comes up to you and is, like, real sweet and be like, you know, hey, why would you come to the conference and how can I actually help you? Start off by asking questions, which will change the focal point. Because everybody wants to talk about themselves. So when your prospect, your visitor comes to you, you're positioning yourself to ask questions, and you're positioning yourself to be that advisor, not their equal. You have to position yourself as like the Obi-Wan, right? And they're Luke Skywalker. And when you do this, then they're going to look at you for advice. And I think that's probably what a lot of businesses get wrong. They just say, hey, you know, I spoke on this stage and I, 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 and I want to throw up (laughs) when I see all that. Absolutely. And I just uh, got back from a a networking meeting uh, prior to uh, the podcast, and it it was really interesting because uh, just standing there, I had several people come up, and it was I, 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 and it's like, oh, dude, please. (laughs) You know, uh, why don't you ask me what I'm passionate about? Why don't you ask me um, if there's anything that I need that you might have a resource for? And so I really like what you're saying there about getting yourself out of the way as far as uh, your credentials, uh, all the, you know, awards and things that you've received, but really being more interested in the other person versus, so I think I've heard it say, uh, said, um, be interested instead of interesting. And that's how you really position yourself as the expert or the authority. That's right. So um, you changed your contact page to a messenger bot. First of all, for those on the uh, listening to the podcast that don't know what a messenger bot is, would you explain that what that is, and then also why did you choose to make that change? Yeah, so let, let me explain kind of the how contact pages work, <laughs> right? Or let let me give you a scenario just to show you how bad contact pages work. So let's let's um, 
let's presume we're walking into a store of all purses, right? And we walk into this, this store and they have all these purses, you know, on the wall and there's no one to help you. And you're looking around, you look at this one purse and you're like, okay, that's the coach purse. My wife loves coach purses, by the way. <laughs> no, I'm not paid to say that, but right. And so I, that's why purses are on my mind, I guess. She's always like, get me this purse. Or, I like this one. And so she looks at this one coach purse and then, then you look at the next one and you look at the next one and you're like, man, what's the difference and what's the price? Like I, I, I got a lot of questions. You just look around and no one's there. And then what you do is you look up and you see on the wall this big black box that said, contact me or ask your question here. So you go over to this black box, you put in, you write your question, you put in the black box, you, you look at this black box and you just wait. You're like, I don't know when this person's going to come or answer my question. That's how your contact page works. So think about the other scenario as going, all right, if you walk into a store and someone's there to greet you right away and starts asking you questions. Well, what kind of purse are you looking for? What kind of price range? And what, what, you know, that, well, cool. Let me walk you to this part and let me know if you have any questions. That's what I've changed. So when you think about a Facebook messenger bot or a messenger bot, it's a little bit of automation. So when someone clicks on contact, it literally starts talking to them and it's an automated message. And it says, Hey, like, for example, if you go to mine and guys, if you're not an agency owner, just go through the testing one because I'll tell you why in a second. But if it goes there, it says, hey, do you own an agency? Are you starting an agency? Or I'm just testing. So I want to segment them really quick. And then I'm also up front with them. I'm not trying to trick them. I'm not trying to automate everything. I'm literally saying, so I go after the marketing guys. So Don Draper, right? You know, so I have a Don bot that says, hey, this is the Don bot, Jason's personal assistant. I have a couple questions to ask you, and then you can talk directly to Jason. But I just want to get you to where you need to go very fast. So as soon as they say, um, I'm an agency owner, then I'll say, what's your agency revenue? Because that will be based on what I can actually offer them. And then I send them to there. And then what I'll do to kind of even wow them a little bit more is on my phone, I can record a voice a memo. So let's say you get on there, I'll say, hey, Annette, thanks for uh, checking out. Uh, you, know, um, you know, let me know that you're an agency owner and, and you're, Growing over two million, man, that's that's fantastic. Let me know what questions you have, so they know it's really me. And the cool thing about it is, while I'm doing this great podcast with you, people are chatting with me, and I can go back to them an hour, a couple hours later. And the coolest thing about it is, it's going to buzz their butt because their phones are always on them. So now it goes right to Facebook, which they're always on, and then I can strike up a conversation. Versus if they filled out the contact form. They, they it go into email, and then whenever I get back to them in a couple hours, I'm fighting over email. And it just, you know, email open rates now are like 20%. A click-through rate, maybe it's 5%. I'm seeing 85% open rates and over 50% click-through rates. So it's, it, it's just crushing everything. Wow, that's fantastic. And I'm going to have to learn more about Messenger bots because I, I – been hearing a lot about them lately, but they have not been on my radar. And so now they are. And I'm going to have to go in and check that out for myself. That sounds fantastic. And so, Jason, why do you do what you do? I know you've talked a little bit about 
your story and and your passion, but really, why do you do what you do? You know, I just remember how isolating and alone and, and, and frustrating it was running, you know, our agency. And, you know, there wasn't many resources out there. And, you know, I mean, I remember even my first client, like, they asked me for an invoice. I didn't even know what an invoice was. And Google wasn't around, so I couldn't obviously Google it. So, you know, I just wanted to create a resource I wish I had. And, and like I was saying before, it's just the North Star, and it gives you purpose. And the coolest thing about it is I think by making other people successful, you become more significant. Like when I sold my agency, you know, yeah, everybody looked and was like, okay, super successful, that kind of stuff. But, like, I was completely depressed. Uh, about a couple weeks after, right? I was like, okay, what now? Is this the pinnacle? Like, when I sold my agency, I was 35. And I was like, okay, what next? And I didn't have that significance that I was having on my team or the clients that we used to have. And so by finding this and finding, being able to create a resource I wish I had, you know, it gave me that significance again rather than just chase after that success. I think everybody always chases success but they should be really seeking significance. I love that, seeking significance, because I I don't know, when you think about success and, and chasing that, it's it's for a forever thing. But when you're seeking significance, that means that you're much more purposeful. You um, are seeking to serve versus, you know, uh, reaching that elusive success, which is um, – you know, always subjective. There's there's no place that you get to and say, oh, I'm a success now. It, it just seems like you're always chasing, chasing. So I love that uh, seeking significance. I, and I think that is something that shifted uh, in the marketplace since the, especially the early 2000s, maybe coming out of the 1990s. And, you know, more purpose-driven, more mission-driven businesses that are seeking more of the significance and uh, being more of a resource versus just making it all about the money and uh, reaching that pinnacle that mm-hmm. is, you know, I, d- I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> So what's your best lead generation strategy that um, that you share with your clients that help them grow their business? Well, the, the, the best thing is, is to create content, right? Um, and I tell everybody, you should be creating a podcast. I think that should be your best lead generation or one of your lead generation sources. And it actually kind of knocks out two things with one stone. First, if you actually identify the market you're going after, you can actually invite your perfect guest on your podcast. Strike a a relationship up with them that normally they wouldn't give you 30 minutes or 40 minutes if it wasn't outside the interview. And you're putting them on a pedestal because you're saying, hey, I'd like you to come on the podcast. So you start that relationship, which is key. The other thing is, is it creates amazing content and gives people an other perspective of other people's views and strategies that they can do. And when you create a podcast, the coolest thing is, is like right now as you guys are listening to us, we're in your head. We're in your ears. And you can actually be multitasking. You don't, you don't have to be watching a video 
and be dedicated to just solely watching a video. You know, like I sell training programs and that kind of stuff. And I remember one person about a year ago, like we always ask for feedback. And we're like, hey, um, what do you want? They're like, I don't want to look at your face anymore. And I was like, I was like, I was to write back. I was like, a nice email. And I'm like, actually, this guy's probably listened to the podcast for years. And then he liked all the strategies and he wanted to kind of get them all in a nice bow and that kind of stuff, but he didn't want to watch videos. He was conditioned in order to, you know, listen to audio while he's working out, driving. And so a podcast can save people time. So, you know, I always tell people the number one that I see is creating a podcast because it can help you out with your inbound but also, and your outbound. It's just, it's just an amazing tool, and I think it's only going to get bigger and bigger. I think so, too. And I have, uh, you know, even recently found myself uh, listening to podcasts while I'm cooking dinner. It, it just seems like a great time. I, you know, I'm uh, not plugged into the computer. Uh, nobody's in the kitchen with me most of the time. And I find that that's a great time for me to plug into some podcasts and do a little bit of learning while I'm cooking dinner. So there's all kinds of opportunities to listen to podcasts, and I really like that. I mean, for years and years and years, it was the little cassette Walkman and then the CD, and now everything is right there on your phone. So it's so easy to listen to anywhere you go and anything that you're doing. So uh, I'm really excited that I finally stepped into the world of podcasting. Yeah, it's exciting. So what is a piece of advice that you would give to other entrepreneurs to help them either grow their business, start their business, uh, stay motivated? So I would say you've got to be patient and impatient. And what I'm meaning is you've got to be patient. Things are not going to happen overnight, but you also got to have the impatience in order to keep motivating you to do, to innovate, to keep doing new stuff. But you can't let your impatience get you frustrated because if you let your impatience get you frustrated, then, you know, then it's one, like you, you've lost. You just can't get back into it. Like no one can make easy decisions being frustrated. Uh, and then the last part is, is just, you got to take massive action, like, and, and keep constantly trying new things. Like, everybody always just keeps copying everybody else. Like, so let's say person A has some success doing, let's say me, like everybody's going to start moving over and changing their contact page to messenger bot. Well, that's going to be all good until all of us marketers mess it up. And you've got to be ready to make that change. Just because it worked for someone else, you just have to look at it and go, how do I make that work for my audience? How do I customize it to be me, not you, execute, be patient, impatient, you'll be good. I love that advice. I, that's awesome. And so, Jason, it's been great having you on the show today. Tell our listeners where they can find out more information about you and your company. Sure. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, if you guys want to know more about, um, you know, the two shows that we have or access to any other free content that we have, go to swank.it. Swank is spelled S-W-E-N-K, so swank it, swank.it, and, uh, yeah, just go there. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for being on the Badass in Business show.
And everyone listening, Jason's info will be, uh, and the link will be in the podcast notes. Remember to share the podcast with other badass business owners. And check out my new e-learning site uh, at badassinbusinessacademy.com. And you can also find me at annettepiper.com. And remember to spell Piper, P-I-E, just like the yummy dessert. Go out and make it a badass day. Bye-bye.